Hi, you're with Julian on the Brown Note and Ukraine, part 197. Um, how the new Iron Curtain has descended on Europe and America has won. And also, Ukraine 4D chess. So I was going to do a piece about how America has won the war in Ukraine against Russia and sacrificed Ukraine to do so. It's got... Um, there are protests now in Georgia. There are a raft of countries that want to join both NATO and the EU, which means that they'll be locked in to spending a huge chunk of their budget on American and British, mainly military hardware, which we will no doubt loan them money to do, which is a straight transfer. All of the money that America's spending in Ukraine is just a straight transfer of $30 billion a month from the American taxpayer to the American arms manufacturer, and the debt at some point will be used to leverage Ukraine to open up their markets even, well, they've already opened up their markets as a result. Uh, of the coup in 2013 um, but there's virtually a reverse iron curtain now falling down Europe and it didn't need to happen how the hell did the most forward and progressive part of the world become militarized for decades to come it didn't need to happen there wasn't a reason for it in 2013 Ukraine was friends with Russia and Ukraine was friends with the EU and America can anyone really say that the current paradigm has been a positive benefit to anyone in Ukraine? And make no bones about it, America's long-term goal here, it's acceptable for the destruction of Ukraine to get there. They don't care about Ukraine at all. They're using this country as an example to all of the other countries they want to sell all these weapons to. And the EU will then foist on them all of the economic values to help prop up the other bigger nations in the EU by bleeding these countries dry when they join, enforcing rules and regulations. Back in 2013, the whole point of the revolution in Ukraine to depose a democratically elected government was because Ukraine refused the rules that the European Union were foisting on Ukraine in order to accept a 10, 15 billion dollar loan. And they included stuff like, you can't increase your age pension. You've got to raise fuel costs 40%. All of this kind of stuff never gets spoken about. There were so many egregious rules that the EU wanted to put on Ukraine. And America was like, well, also we'd like to, you to open up your um, farmland to international companies to come and rape and pillage your country. So they, you know, we helped the coup and got what we wanted there. And in the end, that wasn't enough. The relentless expansion of NATO has nothing to do with geopolitical concerns. It's that back in the 90s when NATO was obsolete and could have died and should have died, that the arms manufacturers realised how much money you can make going into a country that needs to massively up its infrastructure. You take all that money and you force them to spend it on your own country's arms. So America won and Ukraine was sacrificed and becomes a good example. 
there, there was never a push for peace from where go. There still isn't today. And there is the most one-sided media reporting on the conflict. America's not ever helped Ukraine by pumping $100 billion of weaponry in there. All it's done is elongate the war and result in more of Ukraine being destroyed. And if the war hadn't have happened, Ukraine would have had its old borders virtually, or at least up to Crimea. And that's looking less and less likely now. We've pushed uh, Russia into a corner where they're likely going to put down a new border because they won't accept having American military bases on their doorstep. And once again, I am a lefty, I am anti-right-wing dictators like Putin, and I wish the war had never happened. Apparently that makes me uh, a scumbag that doesn't support Ukraine. I say you don't support Ukraine if you support it being blown to bits. And then you say, oh, well, it's all about Russia. If, if American citizens were treated like ethnic Russians were treated over the last five years in Ukraine, America would have invaded. Make no bones about it. There was extremely bad treatment of ethnic Russians inside Ukraine, which is one of the bellwether reasons for this happening. Zelensky, who I don't think stood up for his own people as much as he stood up for the American military industrial complex, didn't stand up to the hard right populists in his own country who wanted to punish the ethnic Russians. So this was all avoidable, but America's won by miles. Because <clears throat> whatever happens in Ukraine, uh, Russia will now have a lot of NATO countries with American military bases on its doorstep. So I would have said America had won by miles and Ukraine had lost by miles because they were sacrificed to do so. But then there's this element of 4D chess. The timing of this happening, I don't think can be underestimated. The largest geopolitical shift in the modern era was China in secret negotiating a peace pact with Saudi Arabia and Iran. Saudi Arabia had always been the focal point of American geopolitical ambition in the Middle East. They protected Saudi Arabia since the 1940s when they made a pact with them for their oil. But since the 70s, they've been funneling billions of dollars of weaponry into the Middle East via places like Saudi Arabia. And Iran were always used as a bogeyman, Russian-backed Iran, Russian-backed Syria. These were always the bogeymen, and that has defined modern geopolitics. And now China waltzes in without firing a gun, without funneling any military hardware in, and negotiates a diplomatic treaty between Iran and Saudi Arabia. This cannot be underestimated. So now we have the BRIC nations, Brazil, Russia, very important, uh, India and China, and the likely growth of those, that economic block, which is $30 trillion a year now. I think the EU is something like 20, America's are close to 20. So it is possibly the largest economic block in the world already. And Russia's part of that economic block, and now, Saudi Arabia is likely to be part of the economic block in the future alongside Iran. This is not small. So the long goal here is that we end up with this new economic powerhouse and this very sort of post-World War II Europe again with a Cold War, which is what America wants so they can sell so much military hardware. But 
we we've consigned half of Europe to a paradigm that died with the Cold War. We've got a new Cold War and a new Iron Curtain coming down. Russia will end up turning its back on that side of the world and going it alone with China, uh, India and Brazil and the new nations. Mexico is likely to be the next nation to join, which has got something like the 14th biggest economy in the world. These countries have rising consumer bases. The Western world, after 40 years of economic neoliberalism, has a less disposable income because we've all been bled dry. And the consumer base of the West is what has floated it as the most successful economic powerhouse in the world. And we're shooting ourselves in the foot there. And this is the exact moment that Russia wants, uh, that Australia wants to join up with this madness. So I would have said America has got everything that it would have possibly wanted out of the war in Ukraine. Ukraine itself, whatever happens, whatever period victory lay ahead, will be not only militarily destroyed by the time it is free, but they will have no sovereignty left in paying off all of the debts that they've incurred by this. And Russia will just retreat back. So um, in the game of 4D chess, I think it's very much still open.